0: It's a great day at Huff Insurance. This call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance.
1: Good afternoon, it's Kelly. Hi, speak to Nancy, please. May I tell you who's calling? Yes, yeah, it's Joey Jengola.
0: Hold on one moment. Thank you. Joey, I'm so sorry.
1: Nancy, how are you doing?
0: You've been playing phone tag forever. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing well. How uh, how are you doing? I'm good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it.
0: Our job as the agent is to A, make sure that our insured has the most proper protection that they can so that there's very few and far uncovered claims, right. and then our second role is to make sure that we know the policy and that we're holding the account the companies accountable to the promises that they made.
1: That seems fair enough. That was my good friend Nancy Niccolo over at Huff Insurance in lovely Pasadena, Maryland. And this is, I guess, the conclusion of the little trilogy of sorts of the last two episodes that, I don't know if it was the direct direct last, uh, definitely the last one, Um, Let's All Stop Losing $250,000 Accounts Together, and then I believe the one before that was Are You Doing the Right Thing, Um, all surrounding by this kind of circumstance, this situation that Nancy faced with you know, kind of the, the bad rate with the one guy who didn't do things right, got like basically an unfair rate because he's an idiot. And then Nancy lost this $250,000 account because of this idiot agent. And really what we're going to get into, and this is what Nancy's kind of just, you know, setting the table for the stage is, you know, what is our job? Our job is to make sure that, you know, the people we help our clients have, um, you know, as few of exposures, risks, holes, you know, situations that could potentially come up where these policies are not working the absolute best for them. We kind of get that. That's, you know, pretty much, you know the, you know, what is ingrained in us, right? There's not, I mean, well, most of us that are decent, everybody listening to this podcast, I'm assuming decent human being level has been achieved. So no surprises there. We, we've, yes, that. Now, the other one is holding the companies accountable for when they don't do something that they say they do. Now, I think some of us maybe get a little, little amped up for this more than others. I mean, you know, it's always a good time to give a company a hard time, you know, if they deserve it. Uh, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, we we do have to make sure that we are basically... Reminding ourselves who we work for. And sometimes it is easy to say the company, but really it's that client. And uh, those are the two things that Nancy says that that we've got to do because if we definitely aren't doing the last part, if we're not doing that second thing as good as we possibly can, that's where – Hey, you know, maybe somebody might, you could possibly use the word feel, hmm, ripped off more than not.
0: So, you know, that is our role. You know, and the fewer times that people have uncovered claims, the less that they're going to think that they were ripped off. And the more that the company abides by the agreement of the policy and pays the claim accordingly. And doesn't try to not pay covered claims for whatever reason, then the combination of the two will start changing the tide of the company of the client.
1: Nancy, you trying to say that insurance companies try to not pay claims? It's kind of it's kind of unfair, don't you think? That's preposterous. There's absolute. There's no way. <laughs> All right. Yes, we did a whole podcast on this titled "Why People Hate Insurance." Uh, my good friend Ginny Dietrich over at spinsucks.com, PR Master, all that good stuff. Uh, go listen to that. Um, yes, these are some of the reasons, and this is what you know Nancy's saying, if we can continue to do these sorts of things that it will eventually kind of build up momentum to where it has a greater impact across the industry. And hey, let's just let's just stop let's just stop shooting ourselves in the foot. I mean, obviously, there are very, very real times when things need to be denied or just not paid because it, you know, it actually says in the policy we're not doing that. But you know, for whatever reason, uh, people think that it should just because you think you should. Not definitely a reason to get it paid, but if it is in there, if it's a thing, it needs to be covered. Then let's not let's not try to, you know pull out some type of uh, baseball stat of like, Hey, you know, in the fifth inning on the weekends of the leap year when the dude bats left handed and the sun is at high noon, this thing happens. Let's just not do that because that's where we are going to get in trouble. That's where we're going to continue to open ourselves up to all of this stuff to have Nancy possibly run into these situations where she has the possibility to lose a $250,000 account simply based on the incompetence of another said insurance agent who is i mean in some ways kind of on our team i mean like we're all doing the same thing and we can't be you know the the, the saying you know hey listen it's not a reflection you know if if if, if you suck I mean, it's not just a reflection on you, but it's also a reflection on me because most consumers don't distinguish, you know, hey, uh, Holly insurance from Jingola insurance because, um, you know, they just look at us as independent insurance agents and they're still having a hard time wrapping their brain around that. And that's, I think where it comes down to is, is that there's very, very little of that happening. And that's why Nancy was so disappointed that the company didn't take advantage of an opportunity to kind of put an end to it.
0: Those people are probably going to do it regardless. And the idea was, in that particular case, to hold the company more accountable than to hold the agent accountable. Because the company who, at the end of the day, knew that it happened before coverage was bound and still allowed it to happen. What they should have done is denied the rate, which is what I argued for. And when they refused to do it, now they're like our last company of last resort. They moved from being a preferred company where they were at that time to being, you know, basically they get the leftovers. I'm not doing them any favors because they didn't do me any favors.
1: I certainly can't argue with that, Nancy, because, yeah, they didn't do you any favor. So, yeah, so why would you want to do them any favors I mean, yes, so, I, you know, I, I mean, I, it would seem strange that they, the insurance company, would want to re- reward such, um, such uninformed behavior is the nicest way I'm going to put it. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty decent size account, I guess, but, you know, are, did they really need it or want it that bad to now create this ripple effect? to where Nancy is not giving that company any business. That agent's probably still as dumb as he was, you know, screwing up that account. And, I mean, the client, I guess, is, um, I don't know. I mean, the client, I don't really know what the client's impact is on all of this. Let's just say they got the better rate unjustifiably, which then they probably got, you know, double whammy on the renewal. So then there's probably something to be had there. There's something, um, I'm not entirely sure their feelings and all this, they might be the innocent, most innocent of bystanders outside of Nancy possibly, but yes, why just not take care of the whole thing and deny the rate? Because, you know, we are trying to get a handle on some of these, you know, behaviors, as to hey, why does it feel like, why do people constantly feel like they are leery of is, is, is an easy kind of mild way to describe it. But as Nancy just said, you know, she wasn't pulling any punches ripped off, right? Why are we continuing to put ourselves behind the eight ball? Because, we just feel we're just impatient with, Hey, there's a $250,000 account. This guy screwed up, but we don't want to lose it. And we're afraid that if we go back and we explain to him that we screwed up, but not really us, it's the guy that we kind of let work for us indirectly, just kind of vouch for us, you know, kind of do our bidding. He screwed up. We don't want to lose the business, so we're just going to go ahead and let the whole shenanigans play out. Just the whole bag of tomfoolery is just going to happen, and we're going to let it go. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, do we really need that? I mean, it feels like there's, there's just more bad happened out of that than the commission that they got for that one year. I'd be curious, Nancy. I don't know if we can do like some sort of dateline investigation on the thing where we actually figure out if that account stuck with that company past the first year. Um, I mean, there's a decent, I mean, if, if the rate was that far off initially, my guess is, you know, it's not going to be pretty on renewal and they're probably going to go looking again and based on the whole ethical situation that's already already transpired. I mean, there's, they're not going to, I mean, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to stick around for that. Right. I mean, why would they do that? So it's, it's a very, I'm surprised we've got three podcasts us, to be honest with you. Um, but I mean, it's a big, it's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting kind of occurrence that I'm sure. Let's do this. Jointagencynation.com. I'm curious uh, how many times. Um, this this kind of happens across the board to where, you know, you've you've had um, you've lost business, not because, you know, it's just just just, uh, you know, just a set of circumstances, you know, you just couldn't you didn't have a company, but because there was again incompetence, stupidity um, on the part of, you know, a competing you know, party, an agent. Uh, and the company kind of just looked the other way or they allowed it. They actually double stamped, approved it. Um jointagencynation.com. Let me know. I'd be curious to kind of do a little little uh little research, how often this is occurring. And and two part question, two A to this question, if so, uh what happened, how was it handled, um, you know, what did the company do? Is there light? Are there companies out there that have better methods, better approaches? Because I mean, this is something, you know, put it out there in the world, put it in the ethos. We'll say, this hey, listen, just, just tossing this out there for you to, you know, maybe consider the next time one of your agents, you know, kind of is, uh, is embarrassing you basically. Uh, I'm curious because Yes, if anything disappoints me that makes me sad about the industry in general, it is the fact that just when we've got a good thing going, it seems like we have a really hard time getting out of our own way. To be honest, I feel like I need to unplug, recharge a little bit. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take a uh, paid uh, a little paid time off here, a little vacation from this podcast ending. I'm just gonna let you just let you do what you want with it. I don't know. Use your imagination. Paint whatever words you want over top of it. Feel free. Entirely up to you. I'm just going to maybe babble on here for a few seconds because I'm just, like I said, I'm checking out. I just, I don't, I'm just, yeah, I'm going to, I'm not going to do anything. So I'm just going to hang out together. Kind of an awkward moment, not really doing anything. And um, I'd be curious to see how long you stick around. And listen, while you're waiting, while you're waiting, if you're still here, if you're still here in this moment of awkwardness. If you're just enjoying it, embracing it, head on over to agencynation.com advantage. Check out the Advantage profile. Uh, like I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, uh, a lot of new stuff going over there. So feel free while you're sitting here dealing with the awkwardness that we are embracing and just kind of doing nothing together in, you know, a audio format. I'm not sure how it's feeling for you. I'm all right with it right now, mainly because I'm just sitting in my office talking to a microphone. And you're not actually here. But it probably feels a little more weird for you because you're in a car, possibly with some other people, maybe your kids. Sorry, kids. Uh, for the record, I always, I really feel like this is bad parenting if if parents have their kids listening to this podcast. Depending on their age, like if it's like seven, eight, I don't know. Maybe they're not young enough or old enough to really understand. Maybe, maybe not. Like 15, 16, maybe it's getting close to where they can maybe sort of appreciate this if it is appreciable in any way. Either way, kids, um, my apologies. I would just like to offer... um, a suggestion that you know maybe your parents because you endure their podcasting habits uh, maybe treat you for a video game something extra special tonight uh, weekend's coming um, you know just hit them up for something hey listen you know i listen to the podcast that's you know that's 15 minutes a day of joey doing just this and you know 15 minutes times whatever i think it's worth 60 bucks i think i think there's a video game in there for me so you're welcome, kids, uh, parents that listen with your kids. Uh, I told you, just, you know, they just don't want to do it. Uh, so I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I have unsuccessfully taken time off, but um, I think we made it. I think we made it. Uh, agencynation.com slash advantage. Um any any children listening um that want uh, me to email or communicate directly to your parents um about the video game, uh, happy to email me Joey at agencynation.com. Happy to say, hey listen, do your kid a solid and let's just you know let's just give them something. Alright. Joey at agencynation.com